Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current <coughs> African affairs. Russ Advocate Sipo Mantula, good morning. Steve Ovo Jambo African, a refreshing morning to our listeners with some drizzling in Gauteng province. In Egypt, the Egyptian President Abdel Fattah el-Sisi meeting with the President of South Sudan yesterday. Stephen, this meeting was very important because both leaders and both countries, North Sudan and South Sudan, are facing elections. Uh, Egypt actually is going for the elections in uh, towards uh, the the next month, and South Sudan is next uh, year. And also the crisis that is in North Sudan, Egypt has been trying to also uh, mediate in that conflict. Hence, this meeting of uh, Abdullah Fattah Al Sisi and Salva Kiir was so important. Now, this meeting also, Stephen, it is in the back of what is going on in Saudi Arabia, where there is also a, a talks on the North Sudan uh, crisis that has been there since April. So this meeting between uh, Abdullah Fattah al-Sisi and Salva Kira was so important for them to also look at the economic cooperation between the two countries. And then in Niger, the democratically elected president, but I suppose I call him the former president, really, Mohamed Bazoum, his legal team has been in a West African regional court. Stephen, they've been in that court. Despite others are saying that court doesn't have the uh, legal teeth to bite uh, in terms of that uh, member states are not bound by the court outcomes or court judgments. But the lawyers have been lamenting, Stephen, that they've not been in communication with him since last month uh, and at the same time they are also uh, alleging that there is a violation of his uh, political rights extended also to his family. So they are pleading before this court of justice of ECOWAS to look at this issue of uh, the former president Bazoum. On the other side, Niger Junta lawyer Stephen, they are saying that he's free to move, uh, but he's still under home, I mean, he's still under house arrest for security reasons. We are expecting the court to make a final decision on this matter, Stephen, on the 30th of November. And then in Uganda, the Ugandan president, Yoweri Museveni, says the United States is overestimating the importance after Washington announced that it was withdrawing Uganda from AGOA. And I mean, I know that our country has said we might, you know, help to mediate here, but, but we must understand what this is about. This is about Uganda's prejudice against gay and lesbian people. No, that is that is correct, Stephen, and that's where the letter came from Joe Biden in terms of isolating Uganda on the issues of human rights, a violation. But Museveni coming, I mean, coming out very clear, Stephen, on Sunday to the citizens and to the business community as you were raising that question of overestimating themselves. But he say the USA also is underestimating the freedom fighters in Africa and saying that they can succeed in their growth and transformation. They don't need other players in. So you will understand, Stephen, this will hurt the small business owners, it will hurt the farmers in Uganda, but Museveni doesn't renege, Stephen. It's very clear that even if it is not only Uganda that was isolated, we know that Central African Republic was left out, Gabon, Niger, because of this military coups, they are not going to benefit in this Africa, I mean, the African Growth and Opportunity Act from January 2024. But Museveni, like I said to Stephen, he does not miss his, his words. He said Uganda will still survive. And then in Somalia, um, death and displacement in Somalia, Ethiopia, and Kenya actually three floods. 
Stephen, this is very sad, and you know that this is the month where we will be talking about um, the climate uh, summit, the COP28. But at the same time, we see flooding affecting the East Africa community uh, this past weekend. Uh, Kenya having flooding that has killed almost 15 people. You look at also Ethiopia and Somalia having high numbers. Uh, Somalia being worse, Stephen, because this is a rainy season between October and next month. And they are having challenges, the UN coordinating uh, agency on humanitarian affairs. This is a challenge to the African Union, Stephen. This is a challenge to also the UN, how to deal with these issues of uncertain climate conditions in the African continent, where you are flooding at the same time you have El Nino weather patterns that are in the East Africa uh, region. Now, this is how the Kenyan Red Cross, Stephen, they are still also talking about the latest uh, flash flooding. We'll talk about Julia's going to Kenya, Stephen, during this week also. <laughs> and then um, in our archives, you're taking us back to uh, the 7th of November, 1962. Stephen, this is a very important day because that's when Nelson Mandela was sentenced and uh, for five years for incitement and leaving South Africa illegally. Where did you go, Stephen? He was in Addis Ababa in the Africa Freedom Conference in Addis Ababa in 1962. Shortly after his return, he was arrested. We know how weak was the uh, crime scene where he was arrested uh, in that uh, space in KwaZulu-Natal. Now, this day, it also led Stephen to the Rivonia trial that lasted for eight months. Now, there he was given a life sentence. That's where we can trace the arrest of Mandela from 1962 going to 63 and 64. Asante Sana SG, as we're still leading the conversation, SAFM. Russ Advocate Sipo Mantula, thank you very much indeed. Back tomorrow, more news from our continent through the day.